So if I die, oh my god, you want to be put on a game show? Oh my god, where you? <laughs> Someone clip it. Everyone, I'm Michelle. And I'm DJ. And this is Roses and Rejections, a podcast on the Pop Break Network. We talk about all things Bachelor Nation. Woohoo! Yeah, we've got we've got a few things to cover this week, don't we, DJ? We do. Uh how was your week, Michelle? How was your uh Bachelor reality TV week? Really? it was a pretty it was a pretty good reality TV week. Are you digging Thursdays? I am. I I like Thursdays. I you know it's weird though because I feel like all of my content comes out on the same day. It does, yeah. It does. Like yeah. all of my content that I watch. Well, it's Thursday and Friday. Yeah. But like Thursdays have become like my my like day. I like what we so what we do is we watch Golden from eight to nine, which is great. Yes. And then we watch Loki at nine because yeah. that's when Loki comes out at nine p.m. Eastern, and I kind of like that. Yeah. Because I don't think I could go into two hours of BIP. Mm. after golden yeah so maybe like when loki's over because i think they'll still be bip after loki's over then maybe it'll be bachelor all night but right now i like really like it like i don't, I just, I don't want three hours of bachelor content i get it yeah. i get it i will say um it is very different content yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. Uh, for those for those of you who have been watching bip not bip i'm sorry uh golden bachelor you know that Golden Bachelor has been very wholesome. Yeah. Like, the content has just been so pure. Yeah, so... so. And my timeline has never looked so <laughs> full of love. Yeah. You know? So, so we're going to talk Golden, we're going to talk Bip, mm-hmm. we're going to talk Love is Blind, yeah. and then we'll finish off with a couple other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah, yeah. to take this too long. Uh, we'll start with Golden. Yeah. So this is episode two, uh, or as Michelle calls it, episode one of Golden <laughs> Bachelor. <laughs> Um, where we had our um our first one on one yes with Gary and Teresa yeah it was very nice they went to um like a diner uh Cadillac Jacks Cadillac Jacks which if people will uh, know from Pulp Fiction that is where uh that's a fun bit of trivia for you John Travolta uh, takes Uma Thurman to the the diner they go to it's Cadillac Jacks so they they went to they went to there seemingly with other people there but really just by themselves. Like, it yes. was a full diner, but everyone else is actors. Yes, but you don't really, like, know that. And so, Usually, like, when you see things like this, you have to assume it's, like, producers. Yeah. Like, other, like, cameramen. Like, people who work on the show or just, like, in the background, whatever. Because um, otherwise they would get stopped yeah. all the time or you'd have, they'd have to blur out faces and whatnot. Yeah. Whatever. But not this time. Because they were dances. Yeah, at the... Well, first, we, they shared a milkshake. Yeah, very cute. Very cute, very wholesome. But yeah. before that, DJ, you skipped over the part where they had Gary oh, yeah. driving on the oh, yeah, LA I wanted Highway to talk about this. Yeah. with faulty headlights and, like, in a Cadillac in a, on the highway that he has not driven before. I'm not going to – I don't want this to come across like, oh, he's old. You shouldn't be having him well, drive like this. I think this is a – this. If you're having him drive on the highway, one, it shouldn't have been at nighttime. Two, it should have been with headlights that worked. Yeah. So here's my thing. The the thing that was weird about this is I I got too nervous watching it and it was yeah. too much of like a like story like tropey thing of like, oh, you get nervous when, you know, older people are driving, da da da, right? And like it was at night and he even said, like, oh, I was like a little nervous and you know, Teresa comforted him, which was nice, but 
Yeah, I don't know. If I could be real with you, I get, I'm very much like an empath in the sense that like when other people get nervous, I get nervous. So like regardless of his age, if, and also because I personally don't like driving on highways at nighttime. So like for him to be like, I've never done this before and the headlights are like acting weird. And like, I I felt that energy and was very much like, oh no. That being said, I assume he was very safe because we knew the car in front of him is a production car. I'm sure the car behind him. The car behind him is probably a production car. So it's just like. I'm being real with you. I'm sure every car around his car was a production car. Yeah. So it's, it's, honestly, I I wouldn't even be shocked if like the car behind him had the blinking lights with like, you know, like move around, like one of those, like, you know, help installed vehicles things. So like, I'm sure he was very safe in, but still. There was no need to give us, like, the anxiety, ABC. Like, there was no need for this to be a thing. I also didn't think there was any value add to him, like, driving. Like, very well just have him, like, um, you know, uh, uh, be in a limo or whatever. Yeah. Have them be chauffeured. Like, I don't need... That that could be a fun character. Like, like well, we'll talk about. We had another fun character during the group date. But you could have had a fun chauffeur character. Yeah, but you know what I think... I worry if they didn't want to make it seem like he couldn't drive himself. I guess. I You know, like they I feel like this is going to be a, a season of very much empowering um like the older older people to know like oh you could do everything that like our younger hosts and whatever can do. Yeah. Which is true, but if that's the case, don't like set them up for failure, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also maybe not a convertible at on the highway at nighttime i don't know it just felt very weird like this felt like the wrong time for that like put him in a um like one of those classic old looking cars but the one with a roof yeah you know um it was a good opportunity for Teresa to comfort him yes which was nice and he appreciated and yes. i thought that was a sweet moment um to cut the tension of everything that was going on um so yeah, so so then the the, the date uh, um, goes on. We we get. I, I also just really quickly want to yeah. mention that I loved that um, the one woman whose name I cannot remember, the one who looks like Chris uh, Jenner, she was helping Teresa with. Her oh, hair. Susan. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, Susan. She was helping Teresa with her hair before the date, which was like really it was cute. cute to see because usually the girls get ready on their own. Yeah, but it was nice to see that she was like helping her. Yeah, did you do you remember the the line drop? Yeah, she's like, she, I've been doing hair for thirty five years. Yeah, Zones I just, I gotta say, I love the camaraderie between all these oh, women. We, it's, we, it's so sweet, but it's going to become very hard. Yeah. So, uh, we, can we? I want to talk about this. You know, the, the you guys saw the episode. The, you know, you saw the date. It's it's whatever. We'll, we'll talk about aspects of it, but I, I want to talk about this while we're here. I think that the camaraderie between the women is beautiful. Yes, and I agree. It's going to get hard, but I I think for now there is something about the show that is like so nice and so genuine and so hard to replicate that like. I just think parts of it are actually better than, like, OG Bachelor. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know how you capture this, like, kind of energy in other shows, but it's so different, and it's, like, it's just very nice. Yeah, it's it's very wholesome, because the women are all... They all seem to, like, genuinely care for each other and for Gary. And, you know, it doesn't... It doesn't give that vibe of, like the wrong people who are there for the wrong reasons yeah. you know it seems like everyone is there to 
see if they have a connection with Gary, you know? Yeah, and I'm sure some of the women, like, realize that, you know, the way it works is, like, some people won't and it'll be hard. But, like, I don't know. I feel like, at the end of the day, like, all these women will be fine. Yeah. Like, they all seem like they got great stuff going on. They're all great. Like, like even, like, Natasha, who got sent home. Oh, my God. I, she's I have so no funny. fears for Natasha. Like, Natasha yeah. can slay. Like, she's she, amazing. She was so funny with the, um... With the blooper reel at the end of the yeah. episode, where she's like, "Y'all need to have the rose ceremony in chairs, a sitting rose ceremony." Yeah. They have sitting yoga. Yeah. No, they have chair yoga. <laughs> They've got chair uh, like aerobics. Yeah, they have chair everything. Chair rose ceremony, and I was like, yeah, "You tell them, Natasha." I and I, I just like it, it's weird. Like I always have this feeling in some of the shows where it's like. You know, like last season, like um, like Double Denim Ken. Oh, he was so fun. I want to see more of him, yeah. and he's not, but that's nice. But like, I really do want to see like more of these women, which I think is such an interesting feeling. I have to tell you, I think that they're giving us a good amount of what's happening inside the house. Yeah. Like with this season. Yeah, there was like the fun montage where at the beginning, like they were going all around the house and there was the yeah. thing with all of them in the shower yeah. where they pulled the shower rod down. Yeah. Like that was so funny. Like yeah. I, I'm just loving this. Yeah, I thought it was really good and I liked how they were like, they showed, you got to see a little bit more of the house than they typically show during the seasons because they showed all the women who needed, um, like, some of the... There's bunk beds. Which, which is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Insane. It is ridiculous. They... I think they're down at this point to, like, 18-ish women, like, yeah. at the start of the episode. There have been at points where it's been in the upper 20s. Like, they yeah. could have figured it out. Yeah. How dare they make some of these women sleep in bunk yeah. beds? It was, Disgraceful it production. Was, it was not good. It was not good. There's a lot of... But, now, to be fair, let's be real here for a second. We don't know that they're actually making them sleep in the bunk bed. It could be bits, it and that's fine. Yeah. yeah, like, like it's very possible that they are not making this woman do that. Who was the one woman? I think it was Sandra. Was like, there's four of us and no closets. Like, yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah, like, I love it. I, yeah. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. it's that I really. I do love seeing more of what's going on inside the house. I kind of wish we got to see more of this in a regular season. Yeah. Like, I hope that I hope that they're taking notes about things that are working, you know? Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah, that yeah. they're like and I hope that they realize that it will translate to a normal season. You know? Do you think so? I don't I'm not actually sure. I would love to see like the contestants' reactions to the house or like right. the, just their conversations together and yeah. stuff like that or them helping each other with hair and stuff. Like I would love to see more of that because every time we get that in the blooper reels, like That's true. It's always yeah, my that's favorite a, part. That's a good point. Yeah. And I always think there must be so many of these moments that we're just not seeing. Yeah, that's fair. Because these yeah. women are just living together with, like, no phones or anything. Yeah. So we must get so many of these good, like, human-to-human yeah. -human interactions. And I, I want more of that. Like, yeah. I, yes, the lead is great. And, yes, I love seeing him find land of him, whatever. But how many times have we said this date was far too long and I didn't need to see all of it and it was boring? That's true. And that wasn't true on this episode, by the no. way. No. Because oh, it was only an hour, which is Right, only an amazing. hour, which, by the way, yeah. I, I don't know that I can go back. Yeah, this it's is just so good. It's, it's going to be tough. The, yeah. the date itself was, like, perfect. The amount of time yeah. spent on it, it was very sweet. Because you know why? When the dates are shorter... Like, or when there's less time to show the date, they pick what content needs to be shown and they're more like they scrutinize a little bit, which is better. We're not just seeing so much like filler or nothing or whatever. And it was a simpler date. It wasn't like an all day date. It was no. like we go to the uh, diner and then we have dinner and then there's a little like uh, dancing Flash scene mob. and hooray. 
And and in the middle, we got like Teresa's backstory, yeah. where she also she's a widow. Yeah, she lost her husband, who was her high school sweetheart. Yeah, so very similar, much, very story similar. To so you know, and and, and they kind of talk about that, and you know, it it was all the right amount of um of like information yeah. and the scene structure, and it was just like so good. Um, yeah, for sure. So I I, I was a, a, a huge fan. Um, but yeah, going back to the earlier point. You know, showcasing the women more. I I wonder how much that'll keep working as the season goes on, and and I think the stakes become like more like quote unquote real, mm-hmm. like maybe when we're down to like seven or eight women, and then because I I think what's tricky is like the you know what's so funny they they all talk about like having a life life partner, but you know what word like hasn't shown up yet that always shows up in the regular seasons by now what engagement. Right, that's always the thing. It's like, oh, you're ready to be engaged, or like, you know, the, like they're not talking about that because it doesn't like really matter. No, like, like, and it somehow makes it feel like way more real. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, 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 like at the end of the season, if like Neil Lane shows up and it's like, Gary, I have the rings, I'd be like, what's going on right now? Like, this is stupid. Well, I why? Like, I'm not saying that they can't get married. No, but they're not talking about this like like very like this abstract thing that it's like oh i don't know if i'm like quote unquote like ready for the engagement well, they've uh, all based to our knowledge they all or most of them have been married already but that's my point that that's why it's almost like because it's like the reality is like i'm trying to find a partner and yeah however that works itself out or like works itself out it's like you talk about learning lessons they i would love them to take that back to the other show that it's not about like proposing at the end, like it's right. just like finding a partner. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah. it grounds it more and like and makes it less like weirdly abstract. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, you know what word I think like describes this show for me, and, and, and that I think is why I love it. It, it seems so aspirational, mm-hmm. and I love that. Right? Like it's so 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 good. Like the, this is like a, a weird analogy, but like kind of follow with me, people. I feel. The same way watching this show that I feel like watching Bake Off. Because Bake Off is another show that I feel is like aspirational. It's like, oh my god, I would love to like be them making cakes mm-hmm. and like trying to figure out these puzzles and doing the technical. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like about the show, right? It's like I like if if in that horrible position of like losing a partner, like this is a situation I would love to be in, you know? Like like that second chance at love. Mm. It's fantastic. So if I die, oh my god, you want to be put on a game show? Oh my god, where you? <laughs> Someone clip it. So, I uh, but but no, I I seriously I do. I think it's like it's I, aspirational is the word I would use for the show. Okay. Um. No, I get it, I, and I agree with you. I think it's very. It's. I just I find it to be very wholesome. Yeah. Um. I for me, I think it's like just. It's a joy to watch. It's like very comfortable. In, like I say, oh, I think I cried. You do. Wait, do. I want to talk about this. Okay. 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 okay, okay. <laughs> We've watched a lot of reality television over yeah. the years in like a lot of different forms. Like yes. not just reality dating, but reality game shows. And Cooking shows. Like, like the whole, like I think the only form we haven't done are like 
the what I would call like housewives quote yeah, unquote yeah. shows. That's yeah. like the only one we really haven't like dipped well, our toes yeah. into. Well, no, we also haven't done any of like the Teen Mom shows or anything yeah. like that. Like, there, I'm sure there are a ra- a wide range of things survival we, shows, Naked and Afraid. I, we watched the Mole. We did watch the Mole. Yeah. So anyway, my my point is, I have never seen you get like this, which we can explain, but like this. For any other show but Golden Bachelor. I know. So please explain. Okay, so... Well, explain this and then kind of... I was going to. I'm sorry. So when DJ says get like this, he means when I'm watching the TV and something very emotional happens, like when people are telling their story about their true love that's lost and how they feel hopeful that they can find love again, and then I start getting misty-eyed and choked up because I'm watching these people who so genuinely truly are rediscovering themselves and i it just hits me in a way that like is very real and you know so much reality television is not so yes, much reality yes. television is as we call trash and i would not call this show trash no. it's it's reality television but it like not all reality television is trash mm-hmm. you know yeah um, true like bake off reality television yeah. not trash but like and regular bachelor seasons have trashy moments like where things are like very catty and stuff yeah, like that yeah. but this is just so awe-inspiring <laughs> and like and aspirational I just, if you will yeah and i just have moments where like i like get teary and, and like i think twice this past episode i was like like sobbing it's like, literally you, crying and it's not like because like you might on the reality tv show like oh that's sweet when yeah. so, you know yeah, something yeah. happens da 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 um but like this is like actual like ter- and i'm like wow and i wonder that experience if that is a more common experience with this show amongst viewers i will say just based on my feed like my twitter feed it seems to be common. People are like talking about how emotional the show is making them yeah. feel and stuff. And I and I told you I've never had a more wholesome Twitter feed as when I'm yeah. watching The Golden Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it really. If you haven't watched it yet, for sure go and watch it. It's so good. Like, yeah, it's it's really good if you want something wholesome and like sweet and like just like. Very different than, like, a lot of the other, like, reality shows that are on. But if you still wanted to have, like, that, like, oh, it's still a Bachelor show. And, like, when Gary was giving out his last roses and stuff, he was, like, getting sad because he had yeah. to say goodbye to, like, great women and stuff. The goodbyes are going to get so the, hard. The goodbyes are already hard. I know it's going to get harder. I know. But, yeah. like, it's crazy how we're in week two and the goodbyes are already hard. Yeah. And I'm, like, already, like, I already feel bad. He's crying. I'm sitting there, like, oh, my God. I feel bad. Like <laughs> He's crying. A, I'm crying. I, we're all crying. Everyone's just crying because it's sad. And and it's beautiful the way, how gracious these women are yeah. when they leave. You're going to say Natasha. Natasha, she, when yeah. she was so good. They're all so good. And I just, uh, it's so good. I think, too, what's nice about the show, and they've really thread this needle that I, there might be an expectation where they, they think maybe they have new fans with this one. It, or, you know, like a different uh, set of people are watching I think it. They do. And, yeah. I mean, ABC certainly does. We were commenting on some of the uh, commercials. Oh. We're like, yeah. Targeted at a certain Older. generation. Yeah. Yes. AARP, yeah. hearing aids, yeah. you know. Yeah, they definitely. Life insurance. You yeah, know. they definitely yeah. are. The ads are for sure targeting 
Yeah. I'm like, these these are like the daytime TV ads we're watching yeah. prices, right? Yes, yeah. that is what it is. Um, but like, so I think they have the things there for like, like new fans that kind of, you know, see what's going on, like the wholesomeness and just yeah. kind of the fun that I think the Bachelor show can have its fun yeah, parts. They had you know. the little birthday party for him, which was so nice yeah. and fun and sweet. Yeah. And, and I even think in, in uh, like whatever regular seasons, you know, th- there can be fun moments. But I also think there's parts where like, Stuff for the fans where, like, Jesse leaves the date card on the table. And they're like, what's that? Oh, my God. That was and so funny. Jesse Palmer's like, I've never had to explain yeah. this before. Yeah. And right. they're like, are you going to read this? He's like, no. No, he was, uh, he was, they were like, are you going to read this? And he goes, no, one of you are. And it was just very, it was very cute to see. Because it's yeah. true because they, they don't, like, watch the show or haven't yeah. really watched the show. So, like. They're like, I love that they looked at him, they're like, what is that? And it was just a moment of, like, very wholesome, very sweet. Yeah, that was a very cute moment. I love that. <laughs> that was good. Thank you for reminding me of that. That yeah. was very sweet. Um, the, I will say that during this episode, there was one part that I was, it's weird how it made me feel. Okay. The, um, okay. We'll get into the group date, like the actual group date. Yeah. Itself. But there was a part where one of the girls got jealous, and, and it, I didn't like that because it it made it feel more like a regular season. I know. And I was like, no, no, no. I'll just keep being friends and loving each other and be happy the whole time. And yeah, please. I think it's hard because I think they want to capture everything. I mean, there's no way that the women aren't going to get jealous of each other. That's yeah. just like human nature is to get jealous. Yeah. When your best friends are dating your boyfriend. Yeah. You know? So, um, so I think we covered the... the t- so uh Teresa's one on one. Yes. Uh, I will say very strong. I Okay, so I know I think I said last episode I thought Teresa was going to win. Yeah. I don't I have a different person. Who you think's going to win? I, no, you don't have to say who you think's going to win. You could just say like I think they'll be final. Like I think Teresa could be a final two. Oh yeah, but I always like having in my head who I think's going to win. It for me I enjoy it. I okay. get it. It's not for everyone, but it's just like a me thing. Okay. Um, but I have a different person based on I, what we're going to talk about in the group date. Sure. But I now have a different person. But I think Teresa is going to be Final Four, and I think it's going to be horrible when she eventually gets sent home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be a nightmare. Um, but let's talk about the group date. Yes. So we had a Bachelor staple. He's back, baby. <laughs> the one and only um, Franco. Yes, Franco. Franco, the photographer. Yeah. You know him. He will wear his uh, freaking tight, tight Bermuda shorts and... <laughs> Have his lovely He's like accent. He's the only photographer that they use on the show. It's the very flamboyant, funny guy. He does all like the wedding photo shoots and all. any photo shoot that has to be done. It's it's him. It's Franco. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was him, and this they were doing um, romance novel covers. Yes, which I'm gonna say very loosely themed romance novel covers. I agree. Here's why I say that. In previous seasons, or in in regular seasons of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, when they do these kind of photo shoots, there's usually full sets of, like, full sets displayed for the the photographs and stuff. Um, And, like, there's different outfits for the lead guy as well as the, like, the contestants and stuff. And this, I don't know if they, like, were, like, we the dates are going to not take as long as like the normal dates do because these people are slightly yeah. older. So like a lot of 
They basically had the contestants grouped into yeah, different like genres. It was like groups like, of genres. three by theme, yeah. Right, so they had like the hippie, the bikers, yeah. the wedding ones, the... Was that, that was it? was it, yeah. I feel like there was one more that I'm forgetting. But either way, they... So then they did like group photos, not in front of any kind of backdrop or anything. Yeah. And, and it felt like... I, I can't tell why. It didn't feel as like like professional as the normal ones. Yeah. You know, like usually each each contestant gets their own shot and maybe that happened and we didn't see it because right. that would take too much time. Right. Um and like they only had an hour of time. Yeah, and I I think I I agree. I think that's a good note and I I think there's that give and take with the hours like parts of it feel good but then other parts feel like oh I mm, we don't have as much as we would in yeah. other scenarios. Um because they did spend, like, a good chunk of time during the, like, it wasn't, like, really a cocktail party. But, like, the after portion. Yeah. This was all the daytime. Right. That's the other thing about these dates. It all seems to be one chunk. Yeah. There's no, like, day portion and evening portion. It's just, like, a single chunk. Yeah. Which, I don't know, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, yeah. So, um, uh, did you want to talk about, like, okay, what did you want to talk about? Um, Natalie? No, not Natalie. What's the woman's name? The one who got angry about not getting no. her outfit, or no. the one who got sad? The one who got sad. Ellen. Ellen. Who I think is going to win. You think Ellen's going to win? I think Ellen's going to win. Okay. I think there was like a real connection there. Let's talk about Ellen for a second. Yeah. Um. So Ellen was, when when I just mentioned the, the different genres of romance novel covers, which by the way, as someone who reads a lot of romance novels. They don't have covers. <laughs> Everyone reads them on their Kindle because you can read it on the beach and not be judged. You get to First privately all, okay, read listen. your... First of all, the beach is one place t- that you can read a romance novel and not get judged okay, for it, the all right? subway. I was going to say the subway right. or an airplane. Train, all right? public transit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, what I was going to say is that I feel like it's pretty rare nowadays to see a man and woman on the cover anymore. It feels kind of outdated. But... I don't know how many I've seen where there are what people in wedding outfits on the cover. Yeah, I don't know why the if the theme was romance novel. I think it kind of threw it off. I thought a it, bit. It, it could have been a cute idea, but I feel like it was very weirdly picked outfits. You know, usually romance novels, it's like like a pe- like girls are just like princesses or like or like yeah. peasants or yeah. like. Uh, like a shipwrecked person or something like that. I don't know that I've seen any that have a woman in a wedding dress on the front. Now, I could be wrong. And please, show me any that you find that match that description. But I'm just saying it felt a little off to me. Like, I also don't know of any that I've seen that have hippies on the cover. So it was very weirdly loose. Like, they could have just done a, like, um... Like a an era's kind of themed thing where it was like the seventies, the eighties, whatever. I, I get it, yeah. Or just have costumes and not say it's a romance novel cover, but then they couldn't put Gary in his wig. Yeah, um, sick wig. Anyway, I'm sorry. Remind me her name. Ellen. Ellen. Yes, Ellen put on a wedding dress and got very emotional, understandably so, because the last time she wore a wedding dress was her wedding to her husband, who is no longer, you know, with us. So she was feeling very emotional, and again, understandably so. It's not like a wedding dress is something that you ever wear again, yeah. unless maybe you do a Halloween costume of something 
but typically you don't wear it ever again. I had the lovely opportunity of wearing mine twice. That's and true. That was amazing. Yeah, um, I bet the first guy loved it. Shut up. We <laughs> we had a COVID wedding. COVID we had, wedding. COVID we had to wedding, do the yeah. reception and the yeah. ceremony separate days. But anyway, so like I I felt for her because like yeah, that must have been tough. hard. Yeah. You know, it's not something you even think about. Like you're probably like she was probably like getting ready, putting on the dress, going, "Oh, this is so fun! This is so fun!" And then looked at herself in the mirror and was like, "Oh my god, I'm sure it hit her like a ton of bricks." And then. She got to have a lovely moment with Gary afterwards. Because in, in the moment, he's like, is everything okay? He's like, I'll tell you later. And then he's like, oh, you know, I felt like something was off. And then she told her the whole thing. And then he recanted a story about, like, um, his wife always used to make cinnamon rolls for, like, Thanksgiving or the holidays or something. And he walked by, like, a bakery and smelled cinnamon and just, yeah. like, crushed him. Yeah. So he, yeah. he kind of commiserated with her in that moment. Um, yeah. And in that moment, I'm like, ah, she's going to win. Yeah, I I can see her being a strong final, but I need to see more of her. This is the only interaction I've seen with her. Yeah, and like I don't I don't have a strong feeling for it yet. Yeah, Gary also feels like a very in the moment kind of guy, where it's like if he were just with that person, he's like, ah, yes, this person. The the interesting thing I found so far about Gary is that it feels like he really can make a connection with anyone that yeah. he's like with. Like he also he had the okay. So let's talk about the person who got mad. Hey, it's Bill Bodkin, editor-in-chief of thepopbreak.com. Join myself, Amanda Rivas, Al Manorino, and a cavalcade of awesome guests on the Socially Distanced Podcast, the flagship podcast of thepopbreak.com. And it's Amanda Rivas. If you're a pop culture-obsessed nerd like we are, then you need to make Socially Distanced an integral part of your life. We talk all the things, Marvel, Star Wars, you know, everything on Disney Plus, pretty much, as well as the hottest trending shows and news in the world of pop culture. This is definitely Al Manorino and not Bill Bodkin. So listen to the Socially Distanced podcast every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so we can eventually get Disney Plus to give us advertising money. Please, we could use the money. I, I have children. My name is Bill Bodkin, editor-in-chief of thepopbreak.com. Join me on the third Thursday of every month as I dive deep into the iconic music scene of Asbury Park, New Jersey, on my new podcast, Anchored in Asbury. Every month, I sit down with my friends, colleagues, and some of the most exciting names in the Asbury music scene to talk about their latest works, most personal inspirations, and their connection to the city that Bruce built. Follow the show on the Pop Break Today podcast feed on your favorite podcast platform. So let's talk about Leslie for mm-hmm. a second. Yeah. So on this date, Leslie wanted to get the hippie costume. Yeah. Because she said she's more like a hippie, like very peace and love, whatever. But she got... Stuck with the one of the eighties yeah. costumes. Um, she said it was she said it was eighties, but it was like biker. It was like biker. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get eighties from it. Really? No, no. I got. I felt eighties, like rock, like rock and roll kind of. You know. I, I guess. Anyway, felt biker. Okay. Anyway, they um. She was upset. She ended up talking to Gary separately. She. One of the things she was able to connect with him on is that she has two hearing aids, like yeah, one in each of her yeah. ears. Um, 
And there was a really cute moment where Gary leaned in and whispered something to her, which they didn't caption. And usually they'll caption so you can see what he says. They didn't caption it. And then a producer asked her... Like, what did he say? Oh, what did he say? And she said, you know, some things you just want to keep to yourself. And I have to tell you, I love that and got a very... Pam Beasley moment from it. If you remember the end of The Office where she got the note and they were like, what did the note say? And she was like, you know, my whole, everything was documented. I just want to keep this to myself. Yeah. I had that, I very much felt like that in this moment where she was like, no, I just, I'm just going to keep this to myself. And I was like, yeah, you go, Leslie. I'm sure it was something very sweet and heartwarming because she smiled when he said it and that was so nice. But yeah. Yeah. Um, She was the one who... Seem to have a, get a little jealous in that moment with the, yeah. like with the clothing outfit stuff and I don't oh, know. Shelton didn't seem to like that. Uh, uh, Ellen got the rose. So, but, all I thought the, all the women were very supportive. Yeah, yeah. When it's it's a weird thing where like usually the women get silent when they gives out the rose, but like they, like everyone was kind of like yeah Ellen because like yeah. I like they I think they felt bad that what she was going through again. All of them could probably relate to it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It was just very like sweet. Yeah. Um. So wrapping up, uh, end of the episode. They had a birthday party for Gary. Yes. So instead of a cocktail party, it was daytime barbecue. Oh, so fun. Um, I had a couple notes for me. So one, uh, they they, they had a fake cake that Susan popped out of. That was amazing. <laughs> I love Susan. Susan's a treasure. Yeah. She like I hope she sticks around a while. Like for me, because she's fun to watch yeah. and she's like good. On screen, like, she has great energy. Yeah. I don't think she has any shot of winning, but, like, she's so fun. Yeah. So I hope Gary keeps her around for that reason. Or the producers. Um, There was a weird moment with Faith where... So Faith, last week, got the first impression yes, rose. Yes, yes. And he pulls her... Uh, she pulled him aside and had this comment like, oh, I... Like... I'm not used to being all around these, like, fancy women. Like, I'm, like, drink from the hose, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm, like, old town girl, da-da-da. Yeah, it was weird. And, and I don't know, part of me was, like, I don't know, Faith, like, Gary might like fancy. Like, like I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, he might like, uh, like, some of the fancier, quote-unquote, women, you know, or whatever. I think Faith was feeling a little insecure because she didn't get on any of the dates yeah, this week. Like, yeah. she she didn't get the solo date, she didn't get a group date, and I think that it made her nervous. Right. Um, And so she was feeling a little insecure, and she spoke with Gary about it, because I think... And it's... I found it a little interesting because... You don't usually see this this early. Like, I know. Like people being like, ah, I'm nervous that you forgot I existed. But I'm like, I yeah. wonder if it's just different. And you got know? the first impression rose and yeah. it's been a week. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. It just, because she was like, oh, all these women are like, they're wearing their makeup and they look so nice. And it, I don't know. It was just like a weird seemed, look for me. It seemed to have rubbed you the wrong way. Did not for you? No, not really. Interesting. Okay. It didn't, because I don't think she, she, it did not come across like she was saying it maliciously to me. Like, no, I don't think she was. Sorry, go ahead. Right. So I yeah. I don't think she was saying it with any kind of ill intent or anything. I think she was just insecure in herself. And I think she was trying to voice that insecurity to him. And maybe you're right. Maybe that isn't what he's looking for. But also it might not be a factor at all. It could just be that like... 
she just didn't happen to be on a date this week. Yeah, there, there's a way to do it without, like, comparing yourself to the other women who it's like, like just talk about, like, how, oh, I missed you, right. and, you know, I, I, I know you're looking to ha- explore a lot of connections, but, you know, I just want you to know that I'm still thinking about you. You know what it is? That is, like, a very, like, bachelor brain thing. Like, that's something someone I'm, like, who's, like, a veteran of the show knowledge would say, right? Yeah. Like, something where it's, like, because you, you never want to put it on the lead that, like, compare me to everyone else, right? Yeah. It's more, look at our relationship mm-hmm. it, it, it by itself and let you know how much, like, I'm thinking about you, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to start comparing yourself to other people because then yeah. you're kind of leaving yourself up for, oh, well, actually, I kind of like the fancy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Who... Who is still around? Who got a rose this week that you're surprised got a rose this week? Kathy. Kathy, right? Like everyone's like Kathy. How? How? Like she seems so funny and so great, and I could yeah. watch a sitcom with her in it yeah. for like ever. Her and Susan. Her and Susan. <laughs> but I don't. And maybe it's because I haven't seen her talk to Gary once. But like I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I she's don't, I don't too see like rough and ready, you know. Yeah, like she's she could like take on a whole <laughs> army like herself. Kind yeah, of thing. I think the other thing too, and about the hour format, it's gonna have its drawbacks. Like you only have so much screen time, right? Yeah. Whereas like sometimes like you can understand like why someone is still there. It's like oh, they're just kind of like funny, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, it's 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 hard to like allocate. Like maybe there's something. I there's definitely something that just like we're not seeing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, oh, Kathy's going home. Yeah. But. You know, you live another Surprise. week. I will say this about Kathy. She is useful to keep around because she feels like the narrator. Mm. Like, she has easily the most confessional screen time, like, to the camera. Do you think so? Yeah, because she, it, it always seems like she's narrating events. Mm, okay. And, like, I think there is a usefulness to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, now, it doesn't explain why she's, like, got a rose but like for a viewer and like for production and for editing it's like it's a very good thing to have when you have someone who is like the narrator right and i think every, everyone someone fills that role the season they're like usually like they're not a villain they're probably not a front runner they're mm-hmm. just someone who's an observer of the action right yeah so um anything else on golden bachelor no i think that's it okay do you want to take a couple of minutes to talk about bip yeah let's talk about bip um, so I finally watched, I finally watched yeah, Bip, up. guys. I caught up on it. I'm now ready. Well, I'll try to give, uh, more timely updates for this, uh, as we go along. Um. What are your thoughts so far? We're four, or two episodes in, four hours in. I thought you were going to say four episodes. I was like, oh, no. Um, it is, it sure is Bip. Yeah, right? It, yeah, it doesn't, it really doesn't seem so much different Really feels like they are stirring the pot intentionally more directly this season. Like, yeah. it's very clear that they are just stirring the pot. Yeah. Um, you talk about Hannah Brown? Uh, well, okay. Let's... First, I want, I want to talk about, like, the very obvious drama that happened in the show. Yeah. Uh, and please forgive me as I remember people's names. Kylie, hot commodity of the season, apparently. Um, Kylie came down, and when she came on to the beach, she was talking about how she wanted to meet Avon. 
on the beach. Oh, he liked my Instagram posts. He gave reacted with a fire emoji. Um, and she's going on and on about Avon, Avon, Avon. Avon was not on the beach day one. So Kylie had a conversation with Will. Um, Will was from Michelle Michelle's season. season. Yeah. yeah. Will was from Michelle's season. Um, he looks so different because yeah, he cut his hair and he shaved his face. And I think he looked better on Michelle season, but who am I to judge people on their looks? Um, anyway, Will had a conversation with Kylie and Will said Kylie was one of his top choices. Great. Then Will had a conversation with Olivia um, and Olivia and Will seemed to get along really well. Olivia seems like someone who's like super easy to have conversations with and just very fun. Yeah. And they somehow got on the conversation of sucking toes, yeah, which became weird. like a big thing. It was weird. Um, but that's not really the kind of conversation you have with someone that you're just casually talking to. That, that's a conversation you have with someone. Yeah. You're and this is to. the first episode. So first this is episode. like, yeah, we're, we're way back. Yeah. And early in the episode, um, they have a conversation about sucking toes. Then Will makes out with Olivia. Yeah. Then and there. Yeah. One yeah, and yeah. done. Flash forward. Kylie gets a date card. She hears that Olivia has made out with Will, yeah. the person that she spoke with. Um, she proceeds to take Will on her one-on-one date. Yeah. Um, here's where I think... So there's a lot of things that could have been mitigated. Um, if she didn't take Will on the date, if she took anyone else on the date, all of this could have been mitigated. If she spoke with Olivia before taking Will on the date. If Will spoke with Olivia before going on the date with Kylie. So I have a question. Your your whole thing about this is like they're stirring the pot. They are. They are intentionally... Like like, production is? Oh, for sure. But how are they involved in like the... Because my always thing is like, I think on BIP they just sometimes make bad decisions. Oh, for sure. But you think production is involved in the bad decision making? Production is involved in that they held Avon back. For like a week, a few days, they held Avon back. Okay. Um, they let Kylie start a connection with someone else first. Yeah. And then they threw Avon into sure. the pot. So they could predict how they'll act. Yes. See, when you said the pot stirring stuff, I thought you were going to talk about like that. Oh, I will. I'm getting okay. there. Okay. To, yeah. To the Hannah Brown stuff. Hannah Brown came onto the beach and everyone was worried that she had a date card. And I'm thinking to myself... Hannah Brown's, like, engaged. Like, she's not... I don't know why they keep using her as, yeah. like, the Hannah Brown card. I mean, I... she's she was a very fun lead to watch. Yeah. It, like, she... she's, she's just fun. Is she the most decorated, like, lead contestant from, like, recent history? What do you mean, decorated? So, she won Dancing with the Stars... She won that weird, like, Special Forces show. Do you remember that show where it was, like, a bunch oh, yeah. of, like, D-list celebrities? Yes. Going? She won that. Damn. Her and uh, someone else. Uh, sure. Doesn't matter. Britney Spears' sister? Jamie, Jamie Lynn Spears? Spears? Yeah, I think they, like, co-won or something. Oh. But, like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, has done stuff, like, outside of the franchise that is, like, of, of non-zero notoriety. Yeah. Then maybe I don't. I haven't kept tabs on what every single person has done. Nothing. That's not true. <laughs> no, I know Rachel did Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, but, uh, but like, but right, it's like they just keep bringing Serena, her back. Serena and Joe were in a lot of commercials together. That's true. Uh, so, well, I guess they bring her back because those reasons, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, Hannah Brown. Oh my God. Right. So this date 
that she has just tells everyone to meet up on the beach. Yeah. And she basically asks, you know when you play Truth or Dare, except you don't do any dare, and it's all just truth questions yeah. where people have to answer honestly? She asks a lot of those questions, and it got very awkward. Always take dare. Like, yeah, well, there was that wasn't an option. <laughs> Can't be that bad. Um, but everyone... It was really awkward for everyone involved. This felt like an active, like this felt like sabotage by production, yeah. right? Yes. Th- this felt like a new kind of pot stirring that I'm not used to that right. they don't normally do on this, the show. This in particular was very blatant pot stirring. Like yeah. they they had come up with questions that they knew would like cause drama, like specifically created questions that they knew would cause drama. And like you're gonna like sit here and like. And like take and it, and it's like very me. direct. Yeah. And like it wasn't like the weird thing last season where they tried to stir the pot by like removing all the women and that bringing so new women. It was like too convoluted, and like like you're like, what's going on here? This was like direct. It's like be awkward. Yeah. And I didn't care for it. Yeah. What I what about you? Oh, I liked it, but I'm messy. really okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I liked. I liked that they had to sit there and uncomfortably squirm and answer their questions. I liked how some people answered correctly and some people answered like honestly Explain. does that make sense oh, okay I was so explain. like for example um hannah brown asked brayden is there anyone else like if you weren't yeah. with your person yeah. who else would you be with yeah and brayden answered correctly which is i can't see myself with anyone else yeah. here except for her they Could asked, be truthfully they she said, "If you not your person, who else would you oh, be I with?" See. Oh, that I see. Wasn't I see. A, yeah. That wasn't yeah. a like yes or like he, yeah, I, he I, was I, supposed yeah. to pick someone else, and yeah. he flitted around that question correctly. Yeah, good navigation. Then they asked Cat essentially the same question, and she no, they asked her who who were you expecting to see or hoping yeah. to see, and she answered with someone else's name. I don't remember who she said, but I remember yeah. being like. Oh, girl, just lie. Like, just lie. It's called truth or dare, Michelle. Yeah, just be like, yeah, Brayden. Or I wasn't looking for anyone in particular. I wanted to see what connections I could make. Like, like, ugh. So I love that because I, I was... So, no, and it all could be editing. We don't know when they asked who what question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible that they asked her that question way earlier and then asked Brayden the question or asked Brayden the question way earlier and then asked her the question way later. Um... But it was just, I found it very entertaining to watch because I'm messy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, also, they keep making fun of Kat who runs away from all these like big bugs and stuff yeah, that she's funny. finding. It's funny, but also I I know I would be a thousand percent the same way if yeah. I was there. Uh, I do worry about when we go to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. um, I do not like bugs. She doesn't seem to like bugs. I I feel for her because like some of these things that are out there, that's bad, not good. Um. Anyway, seems fine so far. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. Okay. Like entertaining enough. Standard bip season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing like crazy. Yeah. You know. We'll be enjoying it for many weeks to come in our warm Christmas sweater sweaters yep. by the fire. As, yeah. Yeah. As we Ep- watch Bachelor in Paradise episode one. Grab your um, summer cocktail. Yeah. Or grab yeah. your tropical cocktails. That was a tropical and cocktail. I was like. Yep. What are you high? In, what was it? Two weeks ago. It was still September. Yeah, it was September. It's like the end of September. I was yeah. like, Nah, man. I'm grabbing my like apple cider, pumpkin spice yeah, stuff. What like, what are you talking about? Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's briefly, as briefly as we can, talk about Love Is Blind episodes eight and nine. Oh my god. Messy. Messy. I would title messy. this episode "Watch Uche Be Mean to Women." Um. 
But not, like, watch Uche Be Mean to Women. Watch both uh, Stacy and oh what's his name? Oh, my God, Izzy. Izzy, just... be mean to every, like, be be mean people. I don't know where to start here. There, it, it's, it was two episodes where, like, roughly two hours where a lot of stuff didn't happen. Yeah. Like, there's entire conversations with, like, Milton's family and, like, Izzy and his mom where it's just nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to say. Nothing happens. Then there's, like, five minutes where Uche sets fire to everything. Yeah. And you're watching, like, what did I just watch? Yeah. 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 I I don't know. Remember when you said last week, um, you're like, I think they're all bad people. Yes. And I'm like, no, Michelle, you can't say that. And I'm like, now I'm like, they're all bad people. I really, I really... Mm- Maybe not Chris and Johnny. Definitely not Chris. I'll stake yeah. that out. Maybe not Johnny. Probably not Milton. I was going to say, I'm coming around on Milton. I think he's just young and yes still kind of dumb. Yes to everyone else. Yeah. Yes to everyone else. Oh, my God. Okay. I just want to talk about Stacy. Yeah, sure. For a second. Um, when the shows or when the season started, I had nothing against Stacy. Like, I was like, she's fine. She's, like, whatever. Uh, Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and and I felt bad because I knew that Johnny had said a lot of rude things about her yeah. to the girls. And so I felt bad. Because as far as we had seen, she had not seen anything against Johnny. Yep. Now, I will say, some of the clips that they showed in, the like, both of these episodes really seem like they came directly from when she was in the pods. Yeah. And I'm like, was she talking shit in the pods and they just didn't show us because they're trying to create a narrative to yeah, us? I was wondering that myself. I really feel that way because like the the positioning, the seating, the outfits, her makeup, it very much is like, this is what she was wearing in the pods. It also doesn't make sense like otherwise. Yeah. What, like you were just totally cool with or just didn't care about someone and now you just have like unbridled hatred? Yeah. She hates her so much. Yeah. There was a part where Uche was like re- telling everyone about how Lydia stalked me. Check me up. Like his whole spiel we don't have to go into, but said that. And then Johnny's like has like the shock face, like the like like her like mouth was open. Yeah. And then Stacy looks. Johnny didn't say anything. Yeah. And Stacy goes, "Is there something wrong with your face?" Yeah. It just. Yeah. No reason. Yeah. So mean. Yeah, so mean. Like so mean. And then, and on top of being like so mean, she's just obnoxious. The wedding dress thing. Oh Remember, my god. She's like, I can't just have any wedding dress. My dress can't look like anyone's wedding dress. It has to be like weird and different and you know, not something that other people would wear. And the thing that I really wanted to like smack her in the back of the head when um Lydia Lydia came out in her dress and she goes, <sighs> Oh, that, that looks so good on you. Yeah, and she I'm said, like that's so you. No, she didn't say that's so oh. you. She said, she goes, oh, that looks, that looks really, she said something along the lines of, that looks really nice on you. In saying that, yeah. I would never wear anything like that. Yeah, I, um, like, cut her, man. Like, Dude, fuck. she's so, like, like, she, she's try. this is what I said to DJ while we were watching. She tries far too hard to not be, quote unquote, normal. Like, she tries too hard to be different. 
Yeah. She was way too hard to be, like, different from everyone else. And because she grew up rich. And, it's and like, that was uh, something fun we learned. She just grew up with, like, a shit ton of money. Yeah, she's, like, just rich. Oh, can we talk about the conversation that they didn't show? Because I think it's important. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, there was a fight that happened on a conversation that we didn't see. Because it happens every fucking season. Yeah, there's a mystery fight. Mystery like, fight Ugh. that we don't get to see. So we don't even know the whole truth of it. Yeah. Um. What DJ and I have gleamed is that we assume Izzy has... Credit card debt. Like, oh well, no, he used to have credit card debt? And now he has awful credit. Now, oh like, yeah. He, he must have like a like a toilet credit score. Yeah. Just awful. Right. Which she is not a fan of. And it all happened apparently because they were at a gas station buying something and he didn't have any credit cards. Yeah. He probably couldn't get any credit cards because yeah, he has was... shit credit. Now he said like, oh yeah, I, I had debt, but it's all paid off. It was like, like $3,500, you know? And like, yeah. I... I don't know. I feel like that could describe a lot of people. Sure. Like, I'm not going to say it's, like, a small amount of money depending on your situation. But, like, yeah. I wouldn't say that's, like, so uncommon, right? right. Like, if you were in college right. and you just got behind on bills, da 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 yeah, But, yeah. like, it must be at the point where he has, like, garbo credit. Yeah. And I'm, like, that would be the thing where she's, like, no. I really? won't marry someone with garbo credit. Really? Well, yeah. When you, when you marry someone, you take on... Yeah. And you take on their finances. Yeah. You you your credit could take a hit. And yeah. if you have someone if you are someone with really good credit and you get with someone who has very bad credit, that could seriously affect like your own credit. And if you have a lot of money and you need good credit, like that's gonna suck. Yeah, like we we've always seen the families with like two like different lifestyles. Like there was the couple from season three. They were like the quote unquote like good couple. Like there was the one girl who's like, family was Jewish, and then there was the guy who kept trying to get screen time. Right? Yes, they yes, were, yes. like, the couple. I remember. And, and, like, that was, like, oh, these are two, like, different lifestyles. Right. Like, like yeah. But this is, like, truly a gap of, like, a family who is, like, crazy rich versus a guy who doesn't seem to have much. Yeah. And I'm, like, I, like <laughs> do you think her dad was, like, you, you sign a prenup. I, I need you to sign a prenup. I think, I think she's going to say no. At the altar? Yeah. yeah. I I feel real good that she's going to say no. Okay. Like, I don't think she wants any of that. Like, I I thought she was going to say no before that. Yeah. But then this was just like, like nail in the coffin. Like, it's done. He'll say yes, because he's yeah. super into her. And because she has a shit ton of money. Yeah. But she's going to say no. Because yeah. cause that, I think he's way too far off from the lifestyle that she like needs yeah. you know like i think that there's a certain level of comfort that everyone has you know just in their own day-to-day life and i think that his is just so far off from hers yeah. like like not if his like if he even had like a semi more normal like level of i'll say comfort is what i'm calling it like if he had a, a a full dishware set. Yeah. You know. He, she's mad he has plastic plates and cups. Plastic plates and cups and apparently shit credit. And yeah. it just seems like he's not, he's not like there yet, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that that's too much for her. Like way too much. Like apparently she takes private jets sometimes. And it's Bro. like, like, I don't know. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. She, this is, this is like different planes of existence, yeah. you know? 
Um, also, he really needs to find someone who's more down to earth. Yeah, you know, it's, or I, I don't know. Like, I, I, hate to, I hate to judge on this. Like, who's ready for marriage? Because you don't really know. But like, I don't think he's there. Like, I think he just like wants to party. Yeah, he uh, wants to party. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's, and we also had a conversation about this. I think that he's the kind of person who adapts to the person he is with. I think he would have come across as a nicer person had he picked Johnny. In the pod. He's so mad that Johnny and Chris are together. I don't understand why. I never get that, like, anger at another couple that you might have been with or an ex. Like, you know, your ex has a new partner and you're so mad and you might even be in a relationship. Like, I never got that. Like, and they're both so mad. And there's no even reason she's like, oh, I don't like her because she's boring. That's not a reason you don't like someone. Yeah. If you think someone's boring, you don't care about you don't think about them you no. don't you're not mad at someone because they're boring she doesn't like i think she doesn't li- i think stacy doesn't like johnny because she talks so much shit about her you know and now she's just coming up with excuses. it was like fester my assumption is that it was like festering hatred that turned into this much worse thing yeah because of all of this yeah. you know uh let's talk about milton and lydia um before we wrap up speaking of families who are loaded Milton's we, family. We don't know. To be oh, fair, dude, it, come on. <sighs> if they're not like rich, they definitely are well off. They have like a super nice house, dude. They're, such a nice house. Everyone was wearing these but, beautiful outfits. The thing that like took it over the top for me, and I told this to DJ. They were all together, uh, yeah. and they were like eating food, and it was really lovely. But like on the table was this like little cake, this like tiny little cake, yeah. and it was under a glass dome. In a thing. And I was like, that's so fucking fancy. You yeah. know? Like, that's just so bougie. They're just like, oh, here's our beautiful little cake under this beautiful little glass dome that's on the counter. And look at how nice it is. And it was just like, man, they got, they just really seem like they had money. Yeah. And, and yeah, right. It, it, you're looking at it, you could assume, but they don't talk about it, right? No, Whereas, of course like, Stacey, well, but Stacey's family was talking about, like, yeah, we have money. Yeah. <laughs> so, we got money. Well, they were, uh, like, grossly with money. Yeah. Like, the dad came out in that shirt it's with too, the, yeah. So, anyway, um, so, yeah, Milton, to me, it it seems like he's kind of, like, a renegade. Mm -hmm. Like, he's really trying to, like, not, like, separate from his family, just, but, like, do his own thing. Yeah. It was more apparent in the conversation he had with his sister. Yeah. And this was an interesting detail. So, his full name is, like, James Milton... Last name, the fourth. Yeah. And it's like, right, they, they probably go down with the, the firstborn, da-da-da. But, like, his first... They all call him James. Like, yeah. James, 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 James. But he's like, I'm Milton. Yeah. And that, to me, always, when someone's like, I'm going to use, like, a different name or a nickname or yeah. a middle name, is like, I don't want this thing that was, like, put on me, right? Right, yeah. Like, I don't want to have my dad's name. It's yeah. confusing, you know, da-da-da. Speaking from experience. I was going to say, you would know. Yeah, right. Um, so, and when he's talking with the sister, he's like, you know, you, you guys all like, or you, know, you want me to do this thing, but it's like, you know, if, if mom and dad were like, don't do this, like, I would just go do it. Yeah. And I thought that was like shocking. Cause you see in some scenarios where it's like the opposite. Yeah. Where it's like, if mom and dad say do this, then I do that. Yeah. So I say all this to say, he's definitely going to say yes to the altar. You think so? Oh my God. 1000%. Huh. He, here's my read on it. He's like 24, right? Yeah. I think he's crazy attracted to Lydia. Yeah. And I think they're getting down. And I think Milton's like, this is great. I'll get married. No problem. <laughs> What's the- No, I'm serious. No, it- I'm okay. Yeah. He- I'm just saying like, 
she's kind of crazy. No, yeah. And you, when they were having the, the dinner, the last dinner, that was an awful conversation. He was like, I just want to get past it so we could just get back to like being us. Yeah. And I think that was subtext for having sex. I see what you're just saying. I see what you're saying. Those are the vibes I was picking up. Like, as a 24-year-old, he's just thinking, what is a dick? Honestly, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I think that will lead him to get married. Do you think she's going to say yes? Yes. Why? Uh, I think because she's so desperate to just, like, be married, and she's just in her head, like, I want to be married, I don't care. Um, She's going to say yes. And I think their marriage will last. You know what? Here, I'll give you you a spicy... This was filmed a year ago, right? I think it was mm. like May of 2022. Yeah. My guess is they are not together today. Okay. But they both got married. That's my mm. guess. Maybe it lasted like a year. Mm. And then Milton was like, it's it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I don't think either of them get married. Who says no? For the Milton Lydia? Yeah. I think... I think Lydia says no. I think Lydia says no because I think that while she's having a lot of fun right now, I she she makes a lot of these like little remarks that like add up. Oh my god. And yeah. I think that it's like too much for her. Well, and ultimately she wants to be with Uche, right? I mean, I don't know. And I'm not going to I don't want to say yes. I'm not going to say yeah. yes to that. I don't know what to but believe I'm, with that thing. Right, but I I do know that I think that I think he's like too young for her, so I think right now she's just like having a good time. Yeah. But I don't think she's gonna say yes. I also think that maybe there's no reunion because it just everything ends so messy. Is there no reunion? Right now do there's it... no reunion. There's nothing on the Netflix board as a yeah. placeholder. I that that's w- not to say that there won't be one, but usually they have a placeholder. They usually board. have a placeholder. I, that would be wild if they had no reunion just because but so then what would they have? They would have to do is at the at the end of episode ten, there would have to be something, yeah. or they're just like we're not going to tell you. Go Google and yeah. figure out. I've seen some. There have been some Instagram sleuths who are trying to figure out what's going on right mm. now. I, I won't say anything that like might be considered yeah, spoilers, but like there, there's some stuff out there. Yeah, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything. I don't want to potentially spoil something for myself or for our listeners. Yeah. Who may not want to know either. Yeah, I think I've already been full spoiled, but I. Uh, but you, you know the greatest things. No, I don't know because because exactly. you can't verify anything because exactly. as they showed us in the episode, which they show us, they both couples filed their marriage certificates. Yes. So you know. You never know. And I gotta tell you, all four of them seemed excited. So maybe they're all getting married. I do think Stacey and Izzy don't get married though. Yeah, I, I, I really don't think either yeah. of them get married. But you okay. think that. Uh, Milton and Lydia get married, but I don't think they're together right now. Right, you it would be it would be, but ends things. It would be nuts if they had a season where there was no wedding or no marriage. It wouldn't be nuts that, this season. There's only two couples. Well, that's the problem, right? They, so we're nearing the end, and I think regardless of the result, it's it's. I don't think it'll affect how I feel about the season. How do you feel about this season? I am I am not a fan of only two couples. Yeah, we've and we we spoke about this a lot last week, so I don't want to get. Yeah, that's too much fair. into that's it. Fair. I just think that there's not enough content to watch. You know, they should have shortened the episodes. They should. have. They should have just dealt with the reality that, like, just make it 40 minutes. People watch it anyway. Yeah, it doesn't like change anything. And and then and then I think it's better. I, you know, what it is. It, I think this season is is very confusing because it has high highs and low lows. The lows are awful and yeah. they're almost skippable. 
I like we might skip most of episode ten where they're doing all like the, the pre stuff. We usually we usually that, skip yeah. the recaps because like man, we binge the show. Like we know what happened. Like I don't need to rewatch. Yeah. It. So all, all, all of that, and then um, but the highs where you have just like Uche. I can we just spend like two minutes on Uche? Sure. Good. Uche decided to just like go at Miriam for seemingly no reason. Oh and I yeah. Couldn't figure out I, why. Now okay. I don't want to say he went at Miriam for no reason. And I, I'd like to also preface this with, okay, this was towards the end of the night is what I'll say. This is after they have all been oh drinking God, and not eating. They were all so drunk. And he was talking about Lydia. And Miriam said something. Yeah. And he went off on her. And then she fucking exploded on him and got so fucking mad. He 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 spoke with her in, in a very disrespectful tone. Yeah. And like Yes, I'm not saying no to that. It's one thing like you should never be disrespectful to your partner, but like there's a lot of like passion and emotion side up with your partner that some things just might happen in the heat of the moment. To do it to just like a, another person is like wild. And like the reason I was so conflicted was so if people don't remember, Miriam was the one who has like the sketchiest like backstory. Like I have yeah. no idea what's going on with her. And like all the points. Oh, he he called that out. All the points Uche was raising, I'm like, Uche, those are really good points, but you're being a dick right now. But you're being a dick about it. Stop making me agree with you, because I'm like, yeah, what is going on, Miriam? I don't understand. Yeah, like Uche said that to her at one point after she started going off on him. He's like, I don't, you don't even, I don't even know what you do. And it was like, well, yeah, we agree, but you're being a dick about it. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to be my ally because I hate you, but like, I do have the same questions you have. Like, we all agree, but like, man, come on. So, um. I don't know, man. I, I hope we're done with it. No, what I, like, really hope happens, like, soap opera, is I want, like, Uchi to, Uchi to show up at, like, Lydia and Milton's wedding and, like, I object! Or, like, something that insane. That would never happen. No, but, like, I want it to happen because I am messy in my own weird way. Yeah. Um, But, like, it's, it's you know what it is? Episode, like, the last episode is just going to be a downer. Yeah. Like, nothing, I'm just gonna have to see what the reveal is. There's gonna and, be like, so many recap moments of nothing. Yeah, it's it's gonna of be nothing. It's gonna be a terrible watch. And, they like, always flash back to the pods, and it's like, oh, man, like it's like we saw it, and especially with these, it's like I'm not gonna care. There's like nothing heartwarming here. No. Um. So anyway, um, I, I, uh, so we're, we're we're coming up on an hour. Of, do you have anything else on, on Love Is Blind? No. All right, Michelle, I'm going to give you, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think a minute is more than fair to talk <laughs> about Bake Off. What? Oh, just Bake Off? Okay, yeah. sure. Um, I loved this episode, this week's episode, because it was Biscuit Week, which is like one of my favorite things as someone who makes a lot of cookies or biscuits themselves. Um, so the first thing that they had to make was essentially, if you ever had a Malamar, that's essentially what they made, or a wagon wheel which is similar to Malamar, but it's like um, the marshmallow sandwich between two cookies and dipped in chocolate. Um, our girl won. Uh, Tasha. Tasha won. Yep. Um, and she got a handshake. She got yeah, the first she, handshake she, of the yep. season, which was like so lovely. Um, and then the... Technical. Technical. Uh, they had to make... Oh, what did they call it? Was it like a custard cream. Yes. It was like a prepackaged like, yeah, cookie like, in right. the UK. It, it's kind of, it looks... It's essentially like an Oreo in that it's two biscuits and there's like custard cream in the middle and they got this little stamp and they had to do it and and that was great and I can't remember who won that 
Me neither. Uh, uh, the woman who looked up the recipe. The oh, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Our woman who like did the forging stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was like, I happened to look up a custard cream recipe. And uh, time. No, keep going. <laughs> She's like... But your minute's up. Uh, well, all right. She's like, I happened to look up a custard cream recipe last night. So she won, of course. And then for the showstopper, they had to basically make the imitation food using biscuits. Yeah. Um, Tasha did like... Um, Katsu, I think. Katsu, right? yeah, yeah, like a chicken katsu, which was, and it looked awesome. Yeah. So it was funny because things either looked exactly like the food or looked very bad. Yeah. Like there was no in between. Things either looked perfect or like that does not look yeah. like food. Um, but they were really, a lot of them were really good. The burger was great. Yeah. The thing that I want to try that he did was he made a tomato and he cut out the pieces of the tomato, like the wedge things yeah. inside. And then he put, candy inside so that it would melt and yep. turn into like that clear glass and yeah. i really want to do that like you take a jolly rancher and you like yeah, yeah, yeah. cut it up i want to do that um that's why i love this show it inspires me it makes me want to it's aspirational it just really like is. golden bachelor it, it doesn't make me want to be on a contest but it makes me want to bake more and i always bake more when i watch bake off i think it's aspirational just like golden bachelor yes it came full circle um oh but i I was hoping that I could just really quickly talk about Jersey Shore as well. I'm going to actually give you a minute. Okay. Go. Well, I think this will only actually take a minute. Um, I forgot to talk to you guys about this uh, reality show that I've been watching, which is Jersey Shore Family Vacation. This season, um, Sam returned. uh, And it's honestly been... I've been having a fun time watching it as like my background noise, my I'm not watching anything else kind of thing. And... Sam, Sam came back. They make a lot of jokes with her about it. A lot of the girls are like, like really excited to have her back and stuff. There's a lot of drama with Angela. There's a lot of drama with the situation. Um, but it's a really good watch, and I, I highly recommend it. Um, it's very messy, and I'm here for it. But yeah, it's been really good. Uh, and you have trashy. twenty seconds. I still have twenty seconds. Yeah. Holy crap! Um, definitely give it a watch. They they just went to Margaritaville, which was really funny. Um, Sam's boyfriend came in. He basically looks like Ronnie. Uh, the whole crew is about to meet him. Uh, I love Paulie D. He's my favorite. And Vinny got a gray hair in his beard. And that's time. Look at that. Good job. I did it. Proud of you. Thank you. All right. Uh, so next week, uh, we'll have more Golden Bachelor, more Bip. We'll have the finale for Love is Blind. Um, more Jersey Shore. More Bake Off. More everything. I guess. Yeah, I guess we could have all those. Things. I watch all this crap. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, you should check out the other podcasts on the Pop Break TV network. Uh, Pop Break TV podcast is covering Loki season two. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff going on. I'm sure there's anime. I'm sure there's Blurred Watchers. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a socially distanced podcast. I'm sure every podcast is doing something. Uh, me too, DJ. Every podcast I am sure. is, in fact, doing something. <laughs> yes, I'm sure every podcast is doing something, yes. If you're a fan of the Hunger Games series, you should listen to Mostly Nitpicking, my other podcast that I do with my friends, Dando and Diggins. We are currently going through uh, the Hunger Games uh, as a lead-up to the new Hunger Games movie, A Ballad of I think sno- Songbirds and Snakes. Song and Fire? Yeah, a ballad of song and fire. Is that what it's actually um, called? No, I think it's songbirds and snakes. But I'm gonna go with song and fire. That sounds so much more fun. Um, so uh, we're, we're covering that. Uh, you know, that was like reality TV for them on Pan Am, The Hunger Games, right? You know, yeah, I fight mean, to the death. I guess that is it's technically really, reality TV. Yes, it's the closest thing they had to reality TV uh, on the uh, in the nation of Pan Am. 
so yeah, uh, Michelle, what else did I miss? The books that I was reading, one of them's called A Court of Song and Shadow. Okay. And another one has something in fire. So I just everything songs two. and fires. It's, things it's and everything. things. Yeah, everything. A court of thing and thing. Yep. Anyway, you missed nothing. Follow us on Twitter at Roses Rejections. Uh, we've been live tweeting The Golden Bachelor. Um, I'll try to be more active about giving inputs on other shows that I'm watching and whatnot. But yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we will see you next week, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you.